0: BYU Cougar Basketball is back in action. TJ stopping at the free throw line, lobbing it up for the only child who reaches back and hammers and ho! Let's get you ready to root on the boys in blue. This is Cougar Pregame Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Here's your host, Jason Shepard.
1: Tonight... Your 14th-ranked BYU Cougars face the St. Mary's Gales in a semifinal matchup in the West Coast Conference Tournament. It is good to be back with you tonight. I do want to take a quick second to thank Jerem Jordan, Ben Bagley, and Cleon Wall for filling in for me while I've been gone the last couple of weeks with BYU Baseball. I appreciate their help. Happy to be back and excited to see this Cougar basketball team finally get things going in Las Vegas. Now, the Cougars, they're the number two seed after finishing the regular season in second place with a conference record of 13-3 and and an overall record of 24-7. and Now, one big question mark for tonight's game will be how BYU handles so much time off since beating Pepperdine back on February 29th. When you take into account that the Cougars had a full week without a game before playing in Malibu. So after beating Gonzaga and that massive upset at the Marriott Center, there was a full week before the Cougars played the game in Malibu. If you take into account all of that time, BYU will have played exactly one game in 17 days when they take the floor tonight. How is that team going to come out? After having that much time off against a St. Mary's team that played on Saturday and beat Pepperdine in double overtime, we shall see. That's certainly something we will all be paying attention to. I would certainly think the first couple of minutes will give us a pretty good idea on how BYU has been able to handle some of that time. I know that you know in practices you try and keep that energy up and you try and do as much as you possibly can without having games going on to try and keep that enthusiasm and energy up. We'll see how that plays out. And again, I would think the first couple of minutes of the game will give us a pretty good idea on where BYU falls in that. Now in terms of where BYU stands for the NCAA tournament, the Cougars are a lock to be in the big dance. That is not in question regardless of what happens tonight or tomorrow what BYU is playing for right now is seeding in the postseason and obviously its first WCC tournament title in the program's first conference tourney championship since 2001 so there's really a lot on the line and there's a lot for this BYU team to play for and a lot that uh, a lot of really positive things have happened for this team and there's a lot of positive things that are still to come uh, if if this team continues to play like they like they have now as I mentioned a second ago the Gales advanced to tonight's semifinal with a double overtime win win over Pepperdine on Saturday. Jordan Ford scored a career-high 42 points, and BYU fans don't need reminders on just how good Ford is. Ford and Malik Fitz are the two primary scorers for the Gales, but St. Mary's wants to disrupt everything you try to do by being physical. Finding a way to deal with that physicality will be a big key tonight for the Cougars. And for more on tonight's matchups, time for our pregame interview. Greg Rubel, voice of the Cougars, caught up with BYU assistant coach Cody Fieger and talked to Cody about the familiarity
2: of playing the Gales again. They've always been an unbelievable team. Coach Bennett has always done an unbelievable job. Our, our guys have always been really locked into what St. Mary's does. Um, and it's a ton of ball screens. Uh, it's Jordan Ford. It's, it's, Fitz, it's, it's they're They're a matchup problem. I mean, they're one of the top offensive teams in the country um but it's something that our guys are used to we we talk about them all the time um for the last week we spent a good amount of time on those guys actually um yeah but we haven't played them in over a month now
3: you just played Pepperdine it was your last game at least man the Waves gave St. Mary's all they wanted and then some what a classic on Saturday night
2: yeah it was an incredible game those two guards going back at back and forth uh Ford ended up with 43. and so
3: 43 and 42 uh, yeah. for Ross and, and Ford.
2: Yeah, incredible game. Just two guards just going back and forth. And then, you know, Fitz, you know, makes me kind of nervous that Fitz didn't do much tonight, that he's kind of, he had a heck of a game at our place last time. I mean, until Connor Harding got involved. Yeah, until Connor Harding <laughs> got involved and he was playing so hard and, you know, and our team just stepped it up the lot. those last three minutes. Obviously, T.J. Hall has made some big plays. Yoli, Jake, we can go down the line. Right. Alex Barcelo hits a big three. like Seems like he always does when we need one. But, um, yeah, our, our guys, are they've always been locked into St. Mary's. They, they always have a good feel of what to do against these guys.
3: With a Sunday off, I'm not sure how much it really plays in, but St. Mary's had to go, what, 50 minutes against Pepperdine they get a day of rest and recuperation you're playing your first game out of the shoots on Monday night how do you view either advantage or disadvantage of, of not playing till Monday night where St. Mary's already has, has had a go
2: I think St. Mary's is used to it because they're used to one game and then a day off and then another game throughout the season um, so I don't think it's going to be any difference for them for us it's just we haven't played a game in a week and our guys are just ready to hit somebody else and so We're really excited about that.
3: Okay, the week off, what was done in that week that you hope helps you on on Monday night against the Gales?
2: Well, we worked, uh, we got back to the basics with so many things. What makes us great offensively, moving, sharing the ball, playing with force. And then defensively, it's toughness, rebounding, our ball screen defense, uh, our being there on the catch with three-point shooters. um, And, you know, special attention to guys like Fitz and Ford. Um, and then, you know, Tanner Krebs didn't play last game against us, so we'll have some special attention to him too. So this is a really good team. St. Mary's is a really good team, top top 30 team, um, play really well together. You know, they've got some older juniors, seniors on this team, so they're a really, really tough matchup.
3: You picked up some bumps and bruises late in the year, and so I guess nine days between games is good to that extent, isn't it?
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's great. It's good for our guys, but, you know, sometimes you're not sure if it, It slows them down a little bit or or makes them a little better but our our strength coach and training staff did a great job of getting those guys in the pool or different things just to making them feel better on the bike, whatever whatever it takes those guys work really hard to make sure these guys are feeling good going into this.
3: Everyone who does a bracket says BYU's in St. Mary's is in. You guys have been playing, it feels like playoff basketball for weeks and weeks now is any of that pressure off a little bit knowing that you kind of got to this point to where you can say yeah we've done enough to be a tournament team
2: yeah I mean we, we feel like we are a tournament tournament team but we don't want to leave it up to chance with anything so we we want to come here and compete and yeah we, we have taken every game you know coach Pope is always talking about we need to play it as an elimination game you know and uh, every game matters every possession matters every you know offensive and defense possession so
3: and now they truly are elimination games here in Vegas.
2: Yes, they are. Yeah. It's, uh, our fans are going to be ready to go. We're excited. All right. Cody, thanks for the time. Best of luck against the Gales. Awesome. Thanks, Rubs.
1: Thank you to Greg Rubel and Cody Figure for our pregame interview tonight. We'll uh, see how this team comes out. I'm really excited to see this basketball team. There is so much positivity surrounding this team. And you've got bracketology that I know everybody's checking, you know, hour by hour, certainly day by day to see if there's any uh, changes to where BYU is being seeded. I know Joe Lunardi has BYU as a, as a four seed, and Cougars are being talked about as a, a team that could be in the Sweet 16 or more. So this is, there's just so much positivity around this basketball team right now, and I cannot wait to see them back in action tonight taking on the St. Mary's Gales. With MyStyle checking from Mountain America Credit Union, you'll get loan rate discounts and rewards. Open an account today in any Mountain America branch or macu.com slash MyStyle. Coming up next, we'll head to the Orleans Arena for our courtside conversation with Mark Durant. Cougar pregame Game Live continues in just a moment on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
0: Here's Jason Shepard with more Cougar pregame game Live on the new skin, BYU
1: Sports Network. Welcome back in, getting you ready for semifinal action at the Orleans Arena between BYU and the St. Mary's Gales. It is the second semifinal game that will be played. The first game going on right now, and it is a fantastic game. The number 1 seed Gonzaga Bulldogs taking on the 5th seed San Francisco Dons. And with 7.20 to go, the Zags right now getting all they can handle from USF. It is 62-61 in favor of the Zags. San Francisco about to hit a free throw, and they tie the game up. So San Francisco hanging with the big dogs right now, no pun intended, will obviously follow this one. The winner of this will advance on to the championship game tomorrow and face either BYU or St. Mary's. And for more on our matchup, let's head down to the Orleans Rain. Let's talk with my good friend, Mark Durant. Mark, I have missed talking with you. It is good to talk to you, my friend.
4: Welcome back. It just seems right having you here <laughs> in March, and we're watching basketball. I mean, is there a better month than March? It's got... The- conference tournament and uh you got the postseason tournament and you got my birthday and you got my birthday too jason shepard's birthday springtime (laughs) and i'm sitting here you know watching gonzaga and they're up by one now and i got dickie v a few seats down from me i'm sure he's pretty excited that he's sitting by me too i'll probably go home and tell his friends that he got to sit next to me but it's a
1: career highlight for him he told me
4: (laughs) i'm sure but uh, the Dons, they have come to play, and they're giving Gonzaga a scare. This is usually the time that Gonzaga kind of collapses it down. We'll see if the Dons can uh, pull out some magic here, but exciting game.
1: Well, and this actually leads into one of the first questions that I wanted to ask you about BYU, but it, it it could apply certainly to Gonzaga as well. I mean, there's been some time off when you don't play until the you know semifinal Monday. There's some time off where you can get rusty. BYU's in the same situation. They've played one game by the time they take the floor tonight in 17 days. Uh, how big of a concern is that for you for BYU? And do you do you see maybe that happening right now in this game to Gonzaga?
4: Man, I I don't like it. I don't like it. Uh, you know BYU could end up playing like two games in a month. That's weird uh, as a player. It's not fun. You, you got had the momentum going in uh, in February. You're undefeated in February. You don't want to stop playing. You want to keep that momentum going. Conversely, though, you know BYU is a team that's dealt with some injuries, uh, and you know that the season wears on you. So, getting some time off, so to speak. I mean, Coach Pope doesn't kind of let up. I mean, he plays his guys hard, even in practices at this point. But so, but but still, you're you're resting a little bit, which I think can be invaluable as well. So, it, so long story short, Jason, it's probably kind of a wash because you get that extra time to rest but you're, you you kind of get out of the flow of playing all the time and uh we'll see i mean it, it is killing Tilly's doing his magic thing and then san francisco I, i'm trying not to do play by play on this but it's a pretty <laughs> exciting game as san francisco takes the lead on a three after Tilly just made a three so we're going down the
1: wire here well speaking of excitement there's so much excitement and i talked about this in the first segment just a couple minutes ago about this BYU basketball team. They moved up a spot in the AP poll right now, 14th in the country. They're riding a nine-game winning streak. They played such good basketball. Now, I personally thought Yoli and Coach Pope deserved to win Player of the Year and Coach of the Year in the WCC. But the fact that they're in the mix, it, it lends to my point, everything about this program right now is trending up. What gets you most excited about this team and the opportunity that begins for them tonight with this group?
4: Well, it's just been a really fun year, and watching these guys play so well, shooting the ball so well, playing as a team, uh, getting behind each other, overcoming adversity, uh, winning big games—I mean, it's all been very fun. But you, uh, that, you know, you hope that's just leading up to the really special stuff. I mean, th- this is where the, the, the great, the greatness happens, or the great memories are formed for, for your team. And you know, coming into St. Mary's, it's just going to be a battle. I mean, it's going to be a jump ball. 50-50 battle. Which team's going to play harder? Which team's going to kind of be hot that night? Uh, is, is Malik Fitz going to you know, get 29? I mean, is Jake Toulson going to hit 5-3? I mean, it's just about the, the good players stepping up and play. But what I like about this year and this team is where in, in years past I'm thinking, well, they're going to have to play their best game to even have a chance against St. Mary's even, let alone Gonzaga. And uh, we've seen them drop games to St. Mary's. And, but, but this year's team I think can compete against both St. Mary's and Gonzaga, or maybe San Francisco. Who knows? They've got a chance to take the lead again here. But uh, that's what I like about this team. They're a ranked team. They've got the horses. They've got the weapons. They've got the shooting. Why not BYU? They they should win, and they should have that confidence and come into this tournament expecting to win the tournament, and then going expecting to win games in the NCAA tournament. That's rare to have for a team, but I think this team has shown that they deserve that kind of mentality. Now it's just about a matter of going out and doing what you know you can do, what you've done all season, and uh, really playing well when it matters the most.
1: You touched on this a little bit. BYU is 1-1 against the Gales this season. We all know that the loss in Murad goes without Yoli, and really the Cougars had a chance to win that game as well. That was a close game down to the end. These games are never easy because of the style that St. Mary's plays versus what BYU wants to do, not to mention the guys you mentioned, Jordan Ford. We know what he he can do. That guy is a walking bucket. He's coming off a career-high 42. How do these teams match up right now heading into meeting number three? I think it's a great matchup.
4: they got similar similar matchups, like Ford I equate with TJ, a guy that can – have the ball in his hands, make the three, but also get, get in the paint, score. you got a guy like Krebs who's maybe like a Jake Toulson, real sharp shooter from the three-point line. Uh, you, you know, you got, you got, I think the, the the weird matchup for BYU is Fitz. Uh, he, he's a tweener. He's like a Killian Tilly type guy. He's hard to guard. Uh, if you put a small guy on him, he posts you up. If you put a big guy on him, he'll shoot the three on you. I think Connor Harding did a nice job eventually in that game in the Merritt Center, and he'll probably get the, the main guard. That'll be an important matchup. But BYU, of course, they've got Yoli Childs, and he's a nightmare matchup for St. Mary's. They don't have Jock Landell anymore. Uh, so I, I think it's I think it's really a toss-up. Both, both great programs, both really talented, got good leadership. And uh, it's just, you know, the, the games have been Razor-thin close, uh, both both games. You've had interesting storylines with Yoli being out in Moraga and Krebs being out in the Merit Center. Who knows what team's going to have to do without what tonight, uh, but uh, we'll just see. I mean, I, you just never know what can happen in tournaments, and that's the great part of it. Great things happen, and we're seeing it here right in front of me. Gonzaga leads by two in this one. But anything could happen on any given night. You look at Utah State; they were done against New Mexico, double digits late in the second half. Sam Merrill does his thing. I mean, it happened, and then he hits that the, the championship shot. I mean, and then Ford, he's going. To, I mean, they were really struggling in that game Saturday, and Ford hits this turnaround last second. I mean, it was the worst possible shot he could have taken, and he nails it, and and he seals that game. So, who knows? I mean, great players make great plays. Who is the guy that's going to make the play or plays tonight? I'm excited to see
1: it. At this point of the year, Mark, no team is going to be 100%. You you go through the rigors of your non-conference and then a a complete conference season, nobody's going to be at 100%. But... When you look at this roster right now for BYU, with the exception of Dalton Nixon, I think BYU is, the fact that they are as close to 100% right now as they are, I think that's a really big deal. And to have gone through everything that they've done with injuries to Yoli and Dalton, I mean, countless injuries to other guys throughout the year, Trevin Nell, to be this close to 100% is at this time of year, I think is a big deal.
4: <laughs> well, uh, I'm in kind of a tight spot here. I cannot tell you what's happen- happening and what will happen tonight. But let me just say BYU's not at 100%. Oh, it's not disaster, but it's it's a significant development uh, that will affect this game tonight more so will affect it tomorrow. I hate to do that to you fans. I just can't tell you. You'll find out very shortly, but BYU is not 100%. And so this is going to be, uh, you know, another challenge, another opportunity to step up and guys to step up and and uh, play big minutes and, and, you know, do what they've done all year. And uh, I expect BYU to perform and perform well, but I, I just can't, I can't let you go on talking like that. And
1: that not at least put a put well, a little bit of a pause on that. I'm sorry, I can't tell you more. Clearly, this was not something that I was aware of. Uh, that is obvious by the question. Can I assume that this is something that we will hear in Greg Rubel's pregame interview with Coach Pope?
4: You're gonna give me the Chris Wallace here. I, I think so. Okay. I think so. Well,
1: we hopefully we'll have more on that situation. Again, this is uh, this is was not something that I was aware of at this time. Uh, I, I found out when I got here. Okay. It's
4: it's not like again not the end of the world but it, it's it, it's not yeah, anyway I can so, something can't say something
1: that uh, that will be addressed within the next little while we'll hopefully have more absolutely, information absolutely, on
4: absolutely. stay tuned it's going to happen you're going to you're going to hear very soon okay there we go all right well
1: so let's wrap things up then with this we've touched on it this is a big game this is you know both teams know each other when you play this many times and you're in the league together you have this familiarity. So both teams know what each team wants to do. With that in mind, Ken Garf Honda, Nissan, and Volkswagen and Orm proudly present our keys to the game. Mark, what are your keys to tonight's game?
4: The biggest stat that I saw between the loss at Moraga and the win at BYU was assists. When St. Mary's assists well, they win. And they did it in Moraga. They almost doubled up BYU, and BYU reversed it in the Merritt Center. I think the team that can share the ball, get open looks off the pass, and get assists will be
1: the, the victor tonight. All right, my friend, it's good to talk to you, and uh, looking forward to hearing you and Greg coming up uh, in just a few minutes, and then obviously the play by play as uh, we get closer to tip off. Thanks. Sounds good.
4: Zag up four, two minutes, two and a half minutes. San Francisco with
1: the ball. There we go. Appreciate it. That's Thanks, Mark Grant from the Orleans Arena after a quick timeout. We'll uh, we'll update you again. On the other semifinal between Gonzaga and San Francisco, it's a close one, as Mark mentioned. We'll update you on that game as well as action earlier today, plus a look in at Vivint Smart Home Arena with the Utah Jazz hosting the world champs, the Toronto Raptors. It's all coming up after this. You're listening to Cougar Pregame Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
0: Let's get you back to Cougar Pregame
1: Live with your host, Jason Shepard. Getting you ready for BYU and the St. Mary's Gales semifinal action. A trip to the conference championship game tomorrow. Who they will face? Well, we still don't know. But right now, it's looking more and more like Gonzaga, the number one seed, who we all expected to be there anyway. But San Francisco is the number five seed. Given the Zags, all they can handle With 2.15 to go right now in the game, it's uh, Gonzaga up by 5, 74-69. But San Francisco uh, did just score, so they cut the lead now to 3 with 2 minutes to go. This one's certainly close. Uh, We'll obviously follow this one because obviously uh, the winner of this game will face the winner of our game tonight. It's not the only action earlier today at the uh, Orleans Arena on the women's side of things, semifinal action for the Gonzaga women as well, they are number 11 in the country. They also are the number one seed. They were facing the four-seed Portland Pilots, and how about this? The Pilots upset the top-seeded Zags 70-69 on a running floater with 3.6 seconds left in the game. The other semifinal, San Diego, the two-seed, taking on Pepperdine, the six-seed. Toreros take down the Ways 59 two forty four. so that means the championship game on the women's side will be the four-seed Portland and the two-seed San Diego. That game uh, will be tomorrow on ESPNU at 4 p.m. Eastern time, 1 p.m. Pacific time, uh, and then uh, just a quick update, just under two minutes to go, it is now 76-71 Gonzaga with one fifty three to go uh, I promised you we check in on the Utah Jazz Jazz uh, struggled a little bit against a depleted Raptors roster if you follow the Jazz, this is not surprising to you, they've uh, stumbled a couple of times against teams that came in without their full complement of players, Jazz though fighting back right now, it is 82-78 Raptors right now, so Jazz down four with Nine minutes to go in the fourth quarter. Coming up next, we'll get you back to Las Vegas in the Orleans Arena for the Cougar Pregame Coaches Show with Greg Rubel. You're listening to BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
0: It's time to get the inside scoop on today's game. This is the Zions Bank Cougar Pregame Coaches Show. Zions Bank, for a financial slam dunk, Zions Bank is for you. The Cougar Pregame Coaches Show is also brought to you by Mountain America Credit Union. Get loan rate discounts and rewards with a MyStyle checking account today. Now, let's head back to the Mobetta's courtside seats and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel.
3: Good evening, Cougar basketball fans, and welcome courtside inside the Orleans Arena in Las Vegas, Nevada, on semifinal night at the West Coast Conference Tournament, where tonight the two-seed BYU takes on the three-seed St. Mary's second of two games on this Final Four Monday. The first game is just wrapping up, and in fact, 30 seconds to play in a three-point game. Gonzaga, 78, and San Francisco, 75. The Zags looking to advance to the WCC tournament title game for a 23rd straight year, if you can believe that, as the Zags collect a rebound off a missed jumper, and they'll now go to the free-throw line with 14 seconds to go, and the Zags leading it by a score of 78-75. to The Zags, if they prevail here, as they look like they just might, will await the BYU-St. Mary's winner tomorrow night in the tournament title game, the winner of that game earning, of course, the WCC's automatic bid to the NCAA tournament. The Zags already locked, as are the Cougs, and St. Mary's, by most accounts, is as well. Already penciled into the field of 68. These next two nights then become about seeding and, of course, trying to win a conference championship as Gonzaga misses the first of two free throws in a three-point game. Gonzaga 78, San Francisco 75. Admond Gilder at the line, missing the first, getting a second with 14 seconds to play. All right, I am your play-by-play commentator, Greg Rubel. With me courtside, my 23-season broadcast partner, the former Cougar hoopster and partaker of three NCAA tournament experiences, the Iron Man himself, Mark Durant, as Gonzaga makes the second of two free throws. Four-point game. Let's just maybe... Watch this one play out, Mark. 79-75. Charles mm. Midland drives and Good scores. Good score. Seven seconds to go. Two-point game. And Tilly's fouled. He'll go back to the line with Gonzaga up 79-77. Gets two, so they win. Two, they win one. It's a chance. So Tilly to the line, needing to make two to all but secure this thing for the Zags. Mark, we've done a lot of games over the years. and. So there aren't too many things we haven't seen when it comes to BYU basketball. Oh, the but things uh, we've seen. <laughs> but since BYU joined the WCC, something we'd yet to see was the triple bye. And this year's Cougar squad finishing solo second for the first time, earning the triple bye as Tilly makes the first free throw. And that means three nights off. BYU didn't play Thursday, didn't play Friday, didn't play Saturday. But tonight is the night. And for BYU, Mark, a chance to put a little polish on the postseason portfolio and perhaps move up a seat line or two come Selection Sunday.
4: Is it, is it triple by? Isn't that an N Sync song? Bye, bye, bye. What is that? That was the original name of the song, I think, till they simplified <laughs> it. By. Yeah, yeah. Listen, this is great stuff. We're at the conference tournament. BYU is the ranked team. They've had a great season. You're talking. We're going to the NCAA tournament, we're we're going in, but man, I tell you what, Greg, it's they call it the big dance because it's like you're at a dance the high school dance and you want to dance with the, the cutest girl and you don't want her to say no. So you gotta do things to increase your chances, your probability that she'll say yes for one, have hair. You know, you and I wouldn't even get there because we don't have hair. So anyway, what BYU's trying to do is give themselves the best chance to do well in the dance. And you do that by winning games like tonight. If you win tomorrow, man, you're going to get the the best looking girl, trust. But even if you don't win tomorrow, if you could just move up a seed line or two, that's five or 10 percentage points is probability that you're going to win that game. I mean, every line you move up, those chances just go up and up and up. And there goes the Don's chances as Gonzaga wins this one. But this is a great opportunity to, to increase those chances of not just getting to the dance, but dancing and dancing and dancing, and even some slow dance. I mean, this this is what you're going for. Get it done tonight. You put yourself in the position. Make it happen. Yeah,
3: Charles Midland's shot went up and up and up <laughs> there at the end over the backboard, and that was the last shot for uh, USF, as Mark called it. The Gonzaga Bulldogs hang on to defeat USF 81-77. to So now... Only three teams are left here in Las Vegas, and they are the three teams that everyone says are locked into the NCAA tournament. There will be no bid stealer from no. the WCC. Gonzaga, BYU, and St. Mary's are the three teams competing for the tournament crown. After this break, my pregame conversation with BYU head coach Mark Pope as the Zion's back pregame coach. The show continues live from Las Vegas on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
0: You're tuned to the Cougar Pregame Coaches Show. For more with head coach Mark Pope, let's rejoin your host, Greg Rubel.
3: All right, so welcome back here courtside. Semi-final time at the WCC Tournament, the Orleans Arena in Las Vegas. 15th ranked BYU squaring off with St. Mary's. Third meeting this season between these two teams. They split their two get-togethers, and it's the third meeting all time in the conference tournament, a split there too. The Gales won in a 2017, and the Cougars prevailed in 2018. St. Mary's got to tonight's game by polishing off Pepperdine in double overtime on Saturday night. BYU got here by securing the two-seed in the regular season and earning the triple-bye in Vegas. BYU last played nine days ago in a win at Pepperdine since that game. uh, Starting center Colby Lee has come down with uh, a stomach illness. Unable to practice this week due to symptoms of nausea, vomiting, and mild dehydration. So uh, he's not well and will not be available tonight and may not be available even tomorrow with a win tonight should the Cougars get it. And for BYU, Mark, kind of par for the course. Mm. Tournament time usually means injury or illness, or in this case both. This year it's both. Dalton Nixon still out with the ankle injury. And now no Colby Lee tonight with his uh, stomach sickness. Oh,
4: man, it just... Kill me already. I mean, you keep doing this to me. I I show up expecting to hear something at this point. But good news is, not devastating, but with with Dalton, now Colby, and and maybe this game you can live with that. It's going to be tougher if you win this game get Gonzaga. It's just you just
3: hate to see. You want to be at your best in these games, and we'll see how BYU responds yet again. All right, time now for our pregame interview with BYU head coach Mark Pope, brought to you by Zions Bank. For a financial slam dunk, Zions Bank is for you. after this morning's orleans arena shoot around i asked coach pope about the the benefit maybe the challenges of having nine days between games
5: well i think it gives you time time is always good you know time to get better time to kind of grow and tweak things and solidify some things it's been really good for gavin baxter to um get some more reps uh specifically we've got a you know, uh, Zach's really interestingly growing into this role, and so we had some ch- chance to do some things with him. And, and um, uh, you know, uh, our guys that have been logging a lot of minutes give them a chance to kind of get their legs back under them. And so all those things are really, really positive. And, and um, you know, these guys have done a nice job uh, Friday and Saturday uh, doing some really live, self-motivated, high-intensity um Uh, short scrimmages, um, which is probably the best we can do right now. We're you know it's one of those places where we're really blessed to have a veteran team. So if you're going to give a a team a shot to actually be able to do this and come out better than we were nine days ago, I would give it to this group. And uh, now we just have to go do it. And every team is facing challenges. I mean, you know, uh, St. Mary's played a double overtime game two nights ago, right? So they're facing that challenge. And uh, it's always in in athletics and in in uh, especially in tournament play. It's not the it's, it's, it's not the team that doesn't have any challenges because we all have challenges. It's the team that deal with the challenges they have in front of them best, and so hopefully we're prepared to do that.
3: Didn't have Yo in your first game with these guys. You did have him for the second when they didn't have Krebs. So there's a bit of a trade-off there. Maybe not exactly apples to apples there. But for the most part you're seeing two teams playing some of their best ball at the right time of year.
5: You know, listen, I've said it a hundred times. I think this Randy Bennett is is really remarkable what he's done and what he does with the program. And I watch them a lot because I think he's so good and you know not only is he good in terms of like the rhythm that he puts his team in and they're always so good offensively. But he's also so good, and you know, probably the special sauce they have is their toughness and physicality and relentlessness, and and um, you know their professional demeanor as they come into games. And so, uh, this is a great team, and he's a great coach, and you know, this Jordan Ford is, uh, he is, you know, he is an incredibly special player. Uh, you know, he's got those video game runs where you just watch him, and you're just like, this is not. You know, people aren't supposed to be able to do this. He's really talented, and he, obviously the rest of his team is Malik Fitz has put on an incredible show at our gym, uh, almost won him the game, you know, it's just almost single-handedly and uh you know they're, they're really talented they're a great team they're a top 30 team and this is what you get when you get into the semifinals of a conference of a really good conference tournament and, you know every team you play is is uh got stars on it and and uh they're they're great teams and they're really really capable and that's why it's so fun is you get to go battle it out
3: how do you do it? Because it's tough to wear down Jordan Ford. If he needs to play 50, he'll play 50. If he needs to play 60, he'll play 60.
5: Well, it's a question that nobody seemed to be able to answer yet. <laughs> so, um, Except maybe the Zags this year have answered it a couple times. but. Um, you know, it's a team effort, so the, the most important thing for us is we can't spend a lot of time guarding Jordan Ford or Malik Fitz one-on-one. It's got to be one-on-five the whole night long, and there's a hundred different ways to approach that. There's whole ball screen packages, hopefully that will change up a little bit of, through the course of the game and help us. When he's in isolation, there'll be some pre-rotations that we do that are really communicated in real time. Uh, we also fire sometimes on him, uh, and so it's, it's just a matter of Doing our very best to to kind of contain him. Our pickup point is a little bit higher for him than it is for anybody else in the league, and you know that comes with its own bag of issues to deal with too in terms of getting our big spaced out more and uh, you know giving more real estate to work out work with but he's just so dangerous from from deep uh and, and can get it off so quickly uh he get it off with his, tweet, his feet twisted up I mean uh, the last three he hit against Pepperdine is <laughs> just about as hard a shot as you could possibly yeah. take and and uh so he's incredibly talented player and and um, he's you know when you get to to playing good teams most teams are carrying one or two or three guys like that that you just have to, you know, you have to do the best you can to just disrupt their flow and make them uncomfortable as many times as you can, and, and that's what we'll try and do tonight. We're excited to get to game 32, which is going to be the hardest game we've played all year long, and, and we've pre- been prepared for it all season long, and, and uh, we're going to come out and, and, and fight with every ounce of strength and energy and power we have, and, and uh, do it together as a team.
3: Coach Pope, congrats again on getting to this point. The best of luck in this one. We'll talk to you post game.
5: Thanks, Greg. Appreciate
3: you. Cougar pregame coaches show. Title and escrow can be complicated. With over 50 years' experience in Utah, Provo Land Title has the expertise to navigate your buying, selling, or building project. Provo Land Title, making the complicated easier. Coming up next, it is the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show live from the Orleans Arena in Las Vegas on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
0: It's almost time to hit the hardwood. This is the Cougar Tip-Off Show, brought to you by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. The Cougar Tip-Off Show is also brought to you by BYU Dining, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. Siegfried & Jensen. Siegfried & Jensen has been helping Utah families for over 25 years. Also brought to you by Utah Honda Dealers. Now let's head live to the Mobetta's courtside seats and join Mark Durant. Alongside the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel.
3: Good evening once again, Cougar Nation, from the Orleans Arena in Las Vegas. This is West Coast Conference Tournament play in the semifinal round. 15th-ranked BYU battling St. Mary's. We should say 14th-ranked after today, the new AP poll, putting BYU up to 14th there, 16th in the coaches' poll. It is BYU and St. Mary's, renewal of a rivalry at all times, stands tied at 15 games apiece. Tonight's winner will face Gonzaga tomorrow night for the conference tournament title and the WCC auto bid to the NCAA tournament. Zags beating USF 81-77 earlier this evening here in Las Vegas. This is the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show, brought to you by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Greg Grubel, Mark Durant with you courtside. Our statistician, BYU's eighth all-time leading scorer, Russell Larson. Jason Shepard's in our studio. Our control board operator, Jack Bagley. Coordinating producer is Terry South. BYU radio engineers are Sean Fay and Barry Squires. And our broadcast interns, Jeffrey Carroll and Connor Ace. We are coming to you live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network, our satellite flagship. BYU Radio, Sirius XM 143, over the air, KSL News Radio, 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. We're also heard on network affiliates and on the BYU Cougars app and the BYU Radio app, as well as BYUCougars.com slash live radio and BYU You can hear play by play archives and highlights on the BYU Basketball Podcast. Well, it's been a while since BYU has come to its conference tournament as an NCAA tournament lock. But here the Cougars are safely in the field of 68 win or lose tonight, Mark. So the pressure of having to win to get in is not really there. Uh, Neither is it present for St. Mary's, which essentially punched its ticket by winning on Saturday night against Pepperdine. So the WCC, Mark, looking at three big dance bids, both of tonight's teams and, of course, Gonzaga. But, man, it feels like BYU has been playing what amount to, like, elimination games for more than a month. The pressure's been immense, and the Cougars have responded to that pressure in really remarkable fashion. Nine straight wins down the stretch to put themselves in position for possibly, Mark, dare we say, the best tournament seeding since the days of Jimmer Fredette.
4: Oh, man, just go back with me in time, Greg. We're in San Francisco going to get a little bite to eat after that game. How dejected were we when they lost that game? We, thought, Oh, this is going to ruin their chances. Oh, no, pulling our hair out. What little of it we have and look lo and behold they don't lose again and uh, they've been terrific you mentioned jimmer's team this team reminds me a lot of those jimmer teams they have a certain swagger you know you expect to win and you've got leadership you've got good shooting guards and uh i mean this is a team that it's not a fluke that they're you're talking a top 15 top 10 type team and it's Winning multiple games in the NCAA tournament. How nice is it to sit in this seat, Greg, and not hope you win a game and possibly get into the NCAA tournament? They're a lock, and they have got great opportunity now to increase those, those pro- that probability we talked about of not only winning in the ter- getting in the tournament, winning in the tournament, but winning multiple games. This team has that swagger. Last time we saw it with, was with Jimmer. But this team is special, and I can think they can do special things.
3: All right, coming up after this break, we'll hear from St. Mary's assistant coach Marcus Schroeder as the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off show continues live from Vegas on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
0: This is the Cougar Tip-Off show. Let's head back live courtside and rejoin Fred Rubell.
3: In the Orleans Arena in Las Vegas, WCC tournament semifinal action pitting 15th-ranked two seed, make it 14th-ranked two seed BYU and three seed St. Mary's. First team these times are first time these teams are meeting since TJ Haas game winner in Provo more than a month ago. Tonight's winner playing Gonzaga tomorrow night for the WCC tournament title. Earlier this evening, just moments ago here in Vegas, uh, the Zags beat USF by a score of 81 to 77 to advance to the WCC Tournament title game for a 23rd straight season. Gonzaga went on to win 16 of the preceding 22 tilts, by the way. The Gales of St. Mary's uh, this season looking to repeat the feat from last year. The St. Mary's Gales stunning Gonzaga to win the WCC Tournament title and advance to the dance back in 2019 to get the chance to go back-to-back. Randy Bennett's team has to first get past BYU and I talked with uh, Bennett assistant Marcus Schroeder a short time ago about the nature of that challenge when we chatted some moments ago here in Vegas.
6: Tough to say exactly. You guys at BYU, you guys played once in like a two-week stretch. So, um, But I think you guys are playing really, really well. BYU's playing really well. Um, obviously, one at Pepperdine, which is a really, really good win that people probably don't think of that way. But right. Pepperdine's a good team, and uh, to win at their place is tough. And then obviously the game before, you guys beat Uh, Gonzaga at home so I think we're playing well I think um, I thought we played well versus Pepperdine we let the game get away from us a little bit and they obviously brought it to two overtimes but I thought we played well for the first 30 minutes of that game to be up 10 or 11 or 12 you know in that last 10 minutes there against a really good Pepperdine team I thought we did some good things and uh, I think we're I think BYU St. Mary's I think we're both kind of trending in the right direction which is what you want to do in March.
3: The fact you had to grind to get it done against Pepperdine, is that a good way to get into a tournament in a way?
6: Yeah, I think so. I think so. I mean, all these games are scrappy. You're watching this game right now, Gonzaga-USF. I mean, this is March, you know, it's March, and it's just you kind of survive in advance, and um, all these teams are playing for their lives, you know. So I would just, I think I think it is good. I, I mean, obviously you want to kind of win blow and blow out someone out. It's less stressful, <laughs> all that stuff. But but at the end of the day, to be in a grinder like that and uh, to be able to... Our backs were against the wall in a few moments in that game. I think we were down two in overtime, and they had the ball, and we had to get a stop. And then to, to be able to come back and, and then win that game was, uh, I thought, really impressive for our team. And, you know, we'll see what we can do tonight.
3: The fact that the Zags, Gales, and Cougs all come in as basically locks, what does that do, and what does that mean to the stakes of, of at play these two nights here?
6: Uh, that's a good question. I think... Um, I think everyone just, you know, everyone wants to win a championship. You know, I think BYU they're they're probably their goals on their locker room are to win a WCC championship. That's that's what Gonzaga's thinking. That's what St. Mary's is thinking. That's what USF's thinking. So, in terms of stakes for the NCAA tournament, I, I mean, we all we all are thinking about that. There's no question. I would be lying to you if we weren't. But I, I do think at the end of the day, one of our goals is to win a championship, and I think that's that's kind of what that's what's riding on this tournament is let's try to win one and uh like you said i think you know all three teams are in good position but that doesn't mean anybody's in great shape i know we're you know everyone kind of projects us as the lowest lowest of the seeds but yeah i think we're all just trying to win a championship trying to win a game so
3: you guys are trying to win back to back championships too though
6: that's right yeah we're trying to defend our championship you're right and that's uh but yeah, we did something special here last year, and obviously we'd love to repeat that.
3: The last thing then, something special applies to Jordan Ford pretty well. I mean, what yeah. he did Saturday, I mean, where are the words for that?
6: He's an incredible competitor. He's an incredible uh, scorer, and, um, you know, I, you, you saw it on Saturday night And every single sense of the, all those words that I used. And the, when the moments were the biggest, he got even bigger. And uh, he was great through the entire game, but first and second overtime he really – he brought us he brought us brought us to the finish line so he's incredible he's been incredible his whole his whole career and uh you know hopefully he's gonna play well tonight
3: all right thanks for your time good luck rest of march
6: greg appreciate it man
3: that is St. Mary's assistant coach, Marcus Schroeder. Time now for tonight's You Be the Judge trivia question sponsored by Legally Mine. Legally Mine equals asset protection. Go to LegallyMineUSA.com to learn what you can do to stop lawsuits dead in their tracks. Here's tonight's question. The 2020 WCC Tournament is BYU's 36th all-time conference journey. of the previous 35. How many of the Cougars won? The answer next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
0: Welcome back to the Cougar Tip-Off Show. Let's rejoin Greg Rubel.
3: BYU and St. Mary's coming up. Here's tonight's You Be the Judge trivia question and answer brought to you by Legally Mind, the 2020 WCC Tournament. BYU's 36th all-time conference tourney of the previous 35. How many of the Cougars won, Mark? Well, that many. Yeah, I, at
4: 2001, I think, the uh, Kelly Wesley. Um, I know Kevin Nixon... The other one is harder for me because I was on my mission, but I think they won two years in a row, so I'm going to say three.
3: Yeah, it's three. The two with you missed on your mission and then that 2001. There you go. Some final words before tip-off are coming up next. This is the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
0: The Cougar Tip-Off show rolls on. Let's head back live, courtside.
3: Well, as we get set for tip-off tonight, a special shout-out to going out to BYU fan John Waite, who is listening at home this evening in Roosevelt, Utah. John is a lifelong BYU fan who's been battling various blood disorders for more than a decade and is now in the late stages of leukemia, but is currently beating the odds. He was recently released from the hospital to his home and has been prolonging his time with family and loved ones ever since. His son Donovan telling me that John was particularly uh, enjoying every one of BYU's nine straight wins down the stretch, and he plans to keep following the Cougars on TV and the radio through their postseason run, which begins tonight. So all the best to you, BYU superfan John Waite. Tip-off of BYU and St. Mary's is coming up next. This has been the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show, live from Las Vegas on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.